I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed. It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Hey everybody, welcome to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Thanks for joining us and feel free to join us every week on WXTK 95.1 from 7 to 8 on Saturday evenings. Or you can listen live as we record these shows on Facebook or YouTube. Just go to capegunworks.com and click on Rapid Fire and you can get signed up to be notified when we're going to go live. So we'd love to have you join the discussion. You can text or uh, you can type in your question into the chat box and we will uh, get you going. So that'll that'll be awesome if you want to join us and be a part of the show. Um, there's a lot going on in the firearms world. As a lot of you know, we're still in the middle of a ammo shortage, but we've been able to secure some inventory. So even by the time this show airs, we'll have some ammo in stock. So uh, come on down and grab it while we have it. But um, some other great news, and that is that Vortex is our new platinum sponsor, so we're going to get some signage in the studio, and uh, they are a phenomenal optics company that we have been selling their products since the start, really, of Cape Gunworks, and they have quickly become the number one selling optic of the show in the store, and uh, they're going to sponsor this show for the from here on out, so we're really happy to have them on board as our platinum sponsor, so... Uh, we're broadcasting live today from the Vortex Optics broadcast booth. How does that sound? <laughs> so, no, they're they're a phenomenal company to deal with. Their products are lifetime warranty. No questions asked. Just, you know, if it breaks, you get a new one, period. And they stand behind it. They're they're phenomenal company. But honestly, I haven't had any of their products break. Um, it's awful hard to break their stuff. It's really, really... Uh, good, but uh, occasionally we'll get someone who brings something in that, you know, maybe a battery, you know, or battery powered scope, the red dot goes out or something like that. And no questions asked. They turn it right around for them. And it's been great. So uh, we're really happy to have Vortex Optics on board. And uh, it's a product that I can stand behind personally and personally do use. I have been running the Vortex uh, Razor HD 1 to 10. Uh, scope on my AR and I love it. It is just phenomenal. And so we're going to continue to sell their great products here and expand the line. So we have some new product coming in from them that we've never had in the shop, a 2 to 10 powered scope, which is going to be great. And uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll give you some product updates as we go. And we also have Hornaday uh, or SnapSafe by Hornaday. They're another company that we sell tons. It's by far the best-selling, like, personal lockbox safe that we sell. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, they are now a show sponsor as well. So we're really excited about that because we 
do so much business with them. It's a great price point, and uh, they make a couple different sizes. It's just kind of a no-frills, good box to lock your gun in. And one of these days, we're going to do a video on some of the drills you can do as you come to Cape Gunworks. Uh, you know, you're in a in a booth that makes it hard to get lateral movement in or whatnot. So um, what are you going to do with the time when you come here if you're coming for defensive firearms training? I do encourage people to move laterally within that booth, but sometimes it is a little tight. Maybe you want to try a different skill. So one of the things you could do for home defense training is have your lockbox with you that you carry the gun into the store and maybe set a timer or just have a training partner, you know, say up or or gun or something that would cause you to trigger you to get to the lockbox and unlock it and practice getting some reps in, unlocking it, taking it out of the safe and shooting downrange um, in a defensive manner, then uh, or kind of reset the whole drill up again. So that would be a good use of your time for coming into the uh, coming into the shop to get some defensive firearms training in. So you could do that with your new Hornaday uh, SnapSafe lockbox that we have. We have the key versions and also the combo versions. So you can just spin the dial there on the combo. And these are uh, these come with the uh, cable lock as well. So you can swing it around like a, a seat in your car or you know a bed at your house or something that makes it hard to just pick the box up and walk away with. Obviously, if someone has tools, they're going to get in but uh, that's not the point the point is that you can uh, prevent people from just walking away with your gun and box to be opened later so snap safe by hornaday is now a show sponsor and we're really glad about that so come check out their product here at cape gunworks all right and we're going to get to some of your questions uh on the pre-show i you know the pre-game show <laughs> we had some questions rolling in on the chat and um Someone was asking or somebody made a comment and said infringements are the infringements are coming. And I agree with the sentiment of that uh, statement, but I think you'll be glad to know that I think I'm going out on a limb here a little bit. But based on some of the conversations I've had with people in the industry who have their finger on the pulse of the uh, gun control legislation that's pending and rolling down the line, um, that the Sheila Jackson Lee bill, uh, H.R. 127, isn't going to make it out of committee for a full floor vote, which is good. Um, that was by far the most uh, obnoxious or egregious or infringing bill to ever hit uh, the, the, you know, House of Representatives. And so my fear is that they take it and withdraw it and then take out all the obvious red herring stuff that was never going to pass in the first place and then clean it up and reintroduce it and say all right we took all this stuff it was our you know gun control utopian wish list and now it's just common sense gun control which we've all heard that phrase enough to know that it's a you know wolf in sheep's clothing so um there you have that. Uh, but I think that bill is pretty much DOA. But that doesn't mean we're out of the woodwork. There's a lot of uh, work to do. Um, Firearms Policy Coalition uh, just sent me an email today. Um, if you're not on their subscribe list, you should get signed up for their alerts. Um, but they sent me one today of a couple other bills that are 
pending, and one of them is uh, a bill to ban all private transfers of guns. So the you know they want to push for universal background checks, as they like to call it. And the um, the bottom line is it would do away with private transfers, and that is a not a good bill. There's also one that came through uh, H.R. 1454, which would use the U.S. Code to classify firearms assemblies as actual guns. And uh, this is really a gun registry bill. Oh, H.R. 8 is a gun registry bill that was reintroduced and it gained Republican support, which is not good. We need, if now more than ever, there needs to be, you know, uh, Republicans, you know, being brought into line in order to hold the party line for lack of a better uh, way of putting it. Um, even if they personally want to ban guns, leadership needs to pull some Democrat uh, techniques and get them in line because that's the only thing that's going to stem the tide of gun control is if um, there's no people jumping ship, especially in the Senate with a 50-50 vote and Kamala Harris uh, will break the tie in favor of the Democrats if necessary. I know some bills would require a 60 uh, vote threshold, but you know, I don't want to leave any of this up to chance and have to be dealing with it in the court system for the next 20, 30 years. I would rather see these bills die before full house votes and whatever. So keep an eye on that. Join uh, all the groups that are really doing a good job to push, um, you know, uh, the Second Amendment as originally written and not infringed upon. That's what we really need is to go back to what the founding fathers intended for the Second Amendment and not and see rights restored and not um, not taken away or infringed. So no one would put it up with put up with it for any other right. And so gun control is uh, the second class right, as Clarence Thomas put it. It's the one right that we have that people can tread all over and walk all over. And most people don't really think twice about it. So keep an eye on all of that and fight, fight, fight for our Second Amendment. So support the groups that are putting in the good work to do that. All right. With all that, we will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary. Now it's time for the adventures of CGW, champion of Second Amendment rights. CGW, I can't figure out what to get for a birthday present. Grab a Cape Gunworks gift card. They generally generate gracious gestures. Cape Gunworks, home of CGW, but keep it a secret. It's no secret. Shoot over to Cape Gunworks for the savings and selections that can't be beat. That's Cape Gunworks, home of CGW. 
Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. It's a fast hour every week on WXDK 95.1, or you can follow along with us on YouTube and Facebook if you sign up at capegunworks.com. Click on Rapid Fire. You can be a part of the discussion and have your voice heard. So speaking of that, let's get to some of your questions here. Um, We have a question coming in from... Nick, who says, my wife and I both have our LTC. The question is, can she legally carry a firearm registered in my name? And the answer to that is yes, absolutely. Um, There's no law that says she can't let you borrow her gun or you can't lend her your gun. Um, You're both licensed and that's totally fine. Um, uh, An official transfer has not taken place of that gun. She's not a prohibited person and she can carry your gun if it's registered in your name that's not a problem so uh you can do that if you ever wanted to put it in her name you could do a face-to-face fa10 transfer um, and uh, you just go on the efa10 portal gun transaction portal and you just you know assign the gun to her it doesn't cost anything and it's pretty painless Um, it's actually one of the things i think massachusetts got right I'm pretty hard on Massachusetts, but I actually like that system um, because in other states you have, you know, a meeting in the parking lot with some guy you don't know and, you know, he's got a driver's license and who knows if he's a felon or not. But in Massachusetts where we have the license to carry system, uh, you know, love it or hate it, it's what we have. And so with that being in place anyway, when you have somebody who wants to sell a gun on a private transfer, and they produce a license once you type in their number and their name and you know their pin and whatnot it says the transactions allowed to proceed now granted I'm not huge favor I'm not a huge fan of asking the government whether or not I should be able to sell my gun um, but it is a requirement in Massachusetts to own a gun is to have a LTC so if the guy produces an LTC you can do a face-to-face transfer no problem and uh, you know once you pop the info into the portal it allows it to proceed so if his license was suspended or revoked um, you wouldn't allow the that to go forward so that's one thing Massachusetts got right within the corrupt I mean not corrupt but the infringed upon system that we are living with I guess it is corrupt if you think about um, you know how far we've strayed from the Second Amendment in Massachusetts but hope that helps Nick um, MacMan is saying, does the United States have any bills in the works for national reciprocity? Um, I haven't heard of one in a while. Not to say that there isn't one, uh, but um, I don't know. That one went south after the Vegas shootings. Uh, that was a big ticket item. That was kind of even a campaign promise almost from uh, Trump in 2016 was to really uh, shoot for national reciprocity, no pun intended. But um, it's 
probably not going to happen anytime soon. I hope that's not true, and hopefully that discussion would liven up again. Um, as long as there isn't more infringements as a result, that's my only concern about it is if it requires, you know, uh, classes or demonstration of your ability to shoot a gun or a long drawn out process in order to get um, this license, then, you know, if you're giving up other liberties in order to get that, um, I think it's a, a little bit of a, a catch 22 or you're selling your soul in the process. I would rather just it be declared. Um, I think we're up to 18 constitutional carry states. I would love to see states continually trend in that direction so that if you are not a prohibited person and you're legally able to carry a gun in your own state, you can carry in those states without any special permits or requirements. So I know that not all 18, it's that clear cut, but most of them it is. So therefore, it makes a ton of sense that if you're a constitutional carry state to just extend it to other states, just like the driver's licenses, you know, the driver's license, you get it in your state and Hawaii, Alaska, you know, all other states recognize it. Um, the same should be true for firearms. If you're not a prohibited person, you know, then you should be able to carry a gun in whatever state you go in. Um, but obviously states make their own laws and they don't even allow their citizens of that state in some cases to carry a gun. Interestingly enough, we've talked about it several times, but if you have a non-resident license to carry in Massachusetts, you're able to carry a gun concealed and, uh, you know, walk around concealed as long as you're in a place that uh, doesn't prohibit you from carrying a gun, like a federal building or a, a state office building or, or a school or something like that. But if you try to buy a box of ammo, you can't. So you can bring the ammo and bring a gun here and carry it around loaded and concealed, but you can't buy a box of ammo. So go figure. But that's that's what the people who create our gun laws, that's how they think, unfortunately. So um, let's see. Uh, do universal background checks apply? <laughs> Bobby wants to know if universal background checks apply to Mars if they discover life on the red planet. That's a good question. And uh, shall not be infringed is the follow-up to that. I, I agree. That is the operating, the modus operandi, right? Shall not be infringed. So, but anyway, uh, let's see. Um, uh, Mike is saying you're anxious to see what the federal government does with the law and you live in Texas. Uh what are your feelings in mass? Do I have any inside info about what is to be expected? Now, I don't have too much in, inside info other than what I said about the HR 127, I think is a dead on arrival bill. And you got to remember a lot of these bills require a ton of work on um, whoever introduces it to get it passed and, and lobbying and whatnot. That uh, federal assault weapons ban of 94 that incidentally Massachusetts still operates under um, didn't happen overnight. It was a long drawn out process and it had to have sunset provisions and whatnot and, uh, for other states, you know, for people to go along with it and a bunch of stuff. And it was solely contingent upon um, it actually reducing crime. 
at the end of 10 years after studies were done and millions of dollars were spent, they realized, guess what? It didn't do anything to reduce crime. So uh, then it went to the way of all other infringed, you know, infringements. Um, it went to the scrap heap as it should have. But California and Massachusetts decided it was good policy, and so therefore they made it permanent. Um, we still live under that, and unfortunately, that's why I get nervous anytime you get uh, politicians who are in favor of, you know, gun control getting in there. And some people could say, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Like even under Obama, I've acknowledged many, many times he was not a, you know, Second Amendment loving president. And in his second term, he did aggressively push gun control and wasn't able to get anything through. In fact, we've made the analogy that we actually lost more rights under the Trump administration with the whole bump stock ban and everything else than we did under the eight years of Obama. And that's a fact. That's true. Uh, but it wasn't for his lack of trying. And if it wasn't for certain roadblocks, like a you know Senate and a House majority in Republican hands, I shudder to think what it would have looked like. So there you have that. Fun with a gun says mass allows open carry. I wonder how fast you'll be stopped in Boston when carrying on Newbury Street. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't suggest it. Let's put it that way. And you're right. They don't specify in the law whether it's open or concealed carry. The point is what if, if what you're doing doesn't make it better for the rest of the world, then why do it? So if you're not in rural America, if you're, you know, around urban areas, what good is open carry besides being a terrible idea tactically? Is it promoting safe and responsible gun ownership in America? Are you putting on a good face now? Maybe you are. Maybe you're a good, fine, upstanding citizen and no one would think twice about seeing you with a gun on your hip. But I doubt that's actually the case. I think it would ultimately make things worse for us here who are trying to shovel against the tide of people who want to take our rights away. So I take the same position that I take on a lot of parts of people is just because you have one doesn't mean we want to see it. So keep it concealed and uh, keep it out of sight, out of mind. Plus, it's a lot better idea tactically. Um, you don't want to be out there for the world to see and say, hey, shoot me first because I have a gun or whatever the case is or see the video of the guy in the convenience store getting his gun taken off him. Don't do that. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. And now it's time for the adventures of CGW, champion of Second Amendment rights. 
CJW, I want to get some training, but with a personal touch. Check out our private lessons if you're leaning towards learning in a legitimate loan lecture. Cape Gunworks, home of CGW, but keep it a secret. It's no secret. Shoot over to Cape Gunworks for the savings and selections that can't be beat. That's Cape Gunworks, home of CGW. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, and we are sponsored by Vortex Optics. So if you haven't seen their product, go over to vortex.com and or come in the store and check them out. We got a great display. We'll have a lot of their products on display here for you. We were just talking before the break about some of the laws, you know, in Massachusetts, some of the laws being proposed nationally. And uh, kind of as a follow-up to that, um, Dank Agenda is saying, what would happen if one was to EFA-10 a post-band AR-15 in the city of Boston? Will the Brute Squad show up the day after? And I wish I knew the answer to that question. What he's referring to is there's actually a ban on AR-15s, even if they're uh, pre-banned, to my uh, knowledge and understanding of the law, that they do not allow it within the city limits and, and whatnot. So if you have an AR-15 within city limits, and if you EFA-10 to post-ban AR-15, would the Brute Squad show up? My guess is no, but with any type of law enforcement interaction uh, that with a AR-15, I think you'd be in a lot of trouble. And keep big trouble, as they say, so I would not do that. But all right, we got a call. We're going to get to the phones here. We have Mike on the line. Mike, how are you today? You're listening to Rapid Fire, and I'm Toby. So how's it going? Good, Toby. Um I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, personal defense options. My my daughter's going to college in Rhode Island, actually, next year, and I wanted to see if you have some suggestions that can sort of give her some capability but also, you know, avoid not only the state laws but also some of the restrictions that colleges have to try and keep her safe. Yeah, that's a great question, and it's obviously a concern for most parents as we send our kids off to college. Um, we have a steady stream of people coming in the store every you know week and saying, you know, I got kids going to college. I want to send my daughter some pepper spray or something. What can he do? What are her choices? And, uh, you know, my, my recommendation is uh, to definitely get her some training. There's uh, some good force-on-force -force training, maybe with even some, uh, you know, like a uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or something just so that they they can stay in some physical shape and do something to defend themselves with some sort of you know grappling technique or to create space so that she could run but as far as a weapon is concerned I also recommend you get her some pepper spray and maybe get a couple of the trainers as well which are just a water-based one so you can actually use it and try it out not just have it for hoping you you know you figure it out when the, you're under stress, but so she could try getting it out of a pocket or on her keychain and actually deploy it while someone's coming at her or harassing her, you know, and maybe you could play the role player. But um, it's funny you ask this question because internally we were just talking about getting a lot of our instructors certified from Sabre, who is one of the pepper spray manufacturers, and they offer instructor development courses so that we can add that to our lineup. But we would definitely recommend getting some just basic self-defense, having uh, a, a weapon of some sort like the pepper spray or maybe even a coubaton on the, on the keychain, something that she could strike someone and get create some space to get away. 
and tell her not to be afraid to scream or yell and say, hey, I need some help over here. And uh, they also make some personal body alarms that you can deploy that makes a ear piercing scream. You know, maybe just by separating the two sections of your keychain, and as soon as you pull them apart, they they emit a very loud, uh, you know, high decibel frequency and, and you know loud noise to get people's attention. Number one, number two, to kind of get it, you know, somebody distracted. Um, and there's some also great some some great uh, high powered flashlights out there that have a lot of metal in them that you can light up the, you know, somebody's face with and and smash them over the head with if they need to so having a weapon and knowing how to use it is is key but also and we talk about this a lot in our concealed carry and home defense class which if you wanted to have her go through would be a great way to go because it's not all about firearms but um, talking about de-escalation and conflict avoidance in the first place Um, so getting her in the right mindset if you think of that cooper's color code of awareness having the you know, walking around in condition yellow or orange instead of white, which is, you know, not paying attention to anything. Walking around in condition red where there's some imminent danger any given moment isn't feasible. You can't keep your guard up that high. But to be in yellow where you're, you're attentive, you're alert to what's going on, and you don't put yourself in positions where you could, you know, be compromised. I hope that helps answer the question. But, uh, that would be where I'd start and send her with several types of pepper spray and have her get some good experience in with the trainers and try that out. Unfortunately, tasers are the same rules as firearms in Massachusetts so um, and probably some other college campuses as well. So, Yeah. yeah is that... it, it looks like a lot of the colleges, like they'll go even further than some of these, you know, sort of red states and, and further limiting what, what, you know, people can use to defend themselves. So it's always good. I think there's a lot of good suggestions you had, though. Yeah. The biggest lesson in all of this is having the will to fight. Okay. Anything yeah. is a weapon, including her. She yep. is a weapon. The key is having the ability and the will to survive and fight. And realize, even if a gun is involved, it is not a magic bullet, no pun intended. It is not a magic talisman that as soon as its presence is in the room, everybody vaporizes. And that is the common misconception with a lot of people. And you read some of the reports of college campus uh, mass shooting events that have happened, like even at Virginia Tech. And one guy said it was he was just waiting for it to be his turn. You know, as the man was walking down and executing people with a 22 pistol and he had to reload and everything else. And and people just were scared to death. They're frozen. And uh, so teaching in her, it's OK to fight. It's, you know, that whole run, hide, fight mentality. If she can get away, get away. If she can hide and let it pass, do that. But when confronted with evil, fight like your life depends on it. And that's the way it, you know, she's got every reason in the world and and needs to fight as vigorously as everything ounce of energy in her and that's the biggest that's kind of the biggest downfall to the anti-bullying rules in schools with zero tolerance policies that's fostered that it's never okay to fight when the bully's picking on you in the schoolyard and he's you know harassing you taking your lunch money or giving you the you know the business whatever it is and you finally stick up for yourself and punch him in the nose 
they have a no tolerance policy. So both kids get suspended. Both kids are told it's no, never okay. That's not true. It's not true. You know, when evil, when we're confronted with evil, we need to be able to fight and stand up and fight. So hopefully you can at least give her that. That would be square one, peg one, is to start there, that it is okay to fight and to defend yourself. So thanks for the call, Mike. I hope that helps and tell her good luck at school. I feel your pain because I have one that's about to head off to school next year as well. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, if you guys uh, want to call in on the show, by all means, you can. Uh, Royal broadcast that uh, phone number for you to call in. And for those of you listening uh, on WXDK, you got to get signed up. That way you can be a part of the show. But anyway, that's a great question. And that's something that happens a lot here at the shop. Uh, on a day-to-day basis so all right uh, don't forget LTC classes we have ladies classes we have couples classes we have live fire LTC if your town is requiring it now or you just want to take the live fire class um, those are ways for you to get your license uh, just go on the capegunworks.com click on calendar and you can sign up for one of those classes and even if you're not old enough to get your LTC you could you could certainly get your FID card if you're 14 or 15 years old. Uh, you can start taking the class at 14. You can get the FID card at 15. And then it becomes easier, in my opinion, to just upgrade it to the LTC when you turn 21. So there you go. Um, let's see. Steven wants to know if I can describe the process of building an AR pistol. Is it possible to pin the mag to a receiver of your choosing, or do you have to buy the lower with the mag already pinned? That's a good question, Stephen. I'm not going to have time to get to it before the break, but we will deal with that on the other side. So type in your questions, guys, if you want, uh, and we'll get to them. When we come back, you're listening to Rapid Fire, which is now sponsored by SnapSafe, a Hornaday company. And we will be right back. I'm Toby Leary. It's time for the adventures of CGW, champion of Second Amendment rights. CGW, I need help finding a firearm safe. Come to Cape Gunworks and see a super selection of safes, from stand-up safes to small safes. Cape Gunworks, home of CGW, but keep it a secret. It's no secret. Shoot over to Cape Gunworks for the savings and selections that can't be beat. That's Cape Gunworks, home of CGW. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back. This is Toby Leary. I'm your host of Rapid Fire, and we're sponsored, as you know, by SnapSafe, a Hornaday company, which makes great lock boxes. They have combo locks and key locks alike. So if you don't have a safe way of securing your firearm in the home, come on down to Cape Gunworks, and we'll show you the Hornaday SnapSafe product. All right, before the break, we were talking 
uh, about building a AR pistol and do you have choices? Well, that's a good question. Uh, we do have choices in how to pin and uh, you know a stripped virgin lower receiver and we can we can do that but we choose kind of not to we we bring in brands like Santa Santan tactical dark storm industries Franklin um, armory and they purpose build their lower receivers from scratch with the purpose of them being a fixed mag lower so we don't really get into you know modifying the mainstream lowers uh, because well for a couple of different reasons but anyway the point is I would recommend you get one of those three brands that I just mentioned and we also have some stuff in the works that I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with but you're gonna have to bear with us in a for a few weeks on that but um, once you get your fixed mag lower then you can build it into a pistol in Massachusetts so you basically just build it out to your liking um, you know a barrel under 16 inches and at that point you can pick whether you want a stabilizing brace or just a buffer tube or you know SB tactical makes some cool buffer tube stock I mean uh, brace combinations and then you can also get the uh, uh, what do you call it um, Deadfoot arms makes some phenomenal braces they're awesome like PDW stock braces if you will and uh, those are great ways to go so once you get it all done you uh, you register it on the EFA 10 website all right we got another call so hopefully that helps uh, we got another call and we got another Mike on the phone so Mike you're next with Toby Leary here on rapid fire so what's your question hey how we doing um i'm just curious I, you know i found you guys on youtube and watching all your pistol ar builds and you know fix mag love it um so i started haunting around and calling gun shops and then um i got kind of a weird 50 50 response of a nine millimeter ar being kosher um to go ahead and build because it's not and you know a clone versus it is and it, it has to have a fixed mag um, I just didn't know, like half the people said, uh, I don't know, you know, yeah. wing, you know, wing it. Uh, it may, do, you, do you feel comfortable? I'm like, I don't know, I'm a laborer. You tell me. <laughs> no, this you is, know? we run into this all the time. And even, <clears throat> you know, me who's, I've, I've researched this immensely. I've talked to lawyers about it. I've talked to, you know, other agencies about it. I've talked to a lot of people about it. And it's 50-50 no matter who I talk to, you know, whether the legalities of, of this. And uh, even in the chat right now, I'm getting a question from someone. What about AR9 lowers, Glock or Ruger Mag or whatever? And I'm like, guys, I, I've said it a couple times. I'm not a lawyer and I don't play one on TV. So you really need to check with a lawyer. But we've kind of made it an official store policy to not sell them to non-law enforcement. Right, but if it's not a hundred percent legit, yeah. you're not putting your finger. Um, right. So, I mean, it's so, just tough to. I'm sorry. It's ahead. a. Yeah, sorry to talk over, my, but it, it's just no, a no, tough really. one. My, you know. My, um, my my kind of follow up to that would just be someone says, "Oh, if you can find a gun shop to sell you one, go for it." It's like I, I think the whole idea is if you get hemmed up. I mean, I guess I don't know how you would, but if you later on someone saw it at the range or what you know whatever, it'd be. It'd be Oh, well, you're, you're responsible for it, even if you had a receipt from a, a, a gun shop. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, there's it's definitely... Like you're in possession. Exactly. And that's 
generally not going to be much of, and you could definitely do it as a fixed mag if a you know manufacturer right. built it purposefully as a fixed mag. Um, yeah. But there's not a good way of loading that mag other than opening the action of the gun and top loading it. Um, I would have no problem doing a fixed mag nine millimeter, but um, the as far as a detachable mag, um, it's still an AR unless it, even if it's uh, different caliber and magazine, you know what I mean? It's the design yeah, of it is yeah. it's an AR. So uh, yeah, there's plenty of shops that are selling AR lowers to anybody. And um, there, in some cases I've heard that they're even telling them, oh yeah, it's perfectly fine to build. But I have not heard that from any of my legal counsel or any of my lawyers that never said, yeah, it's perfectly legal yeah. for yeah. your clients to go build lowers out to full gun so right. um yeah. that i would i would just tread very carefully on that and uh yeah. i don't think that there's like the gestapo is going to descend upon you the second <laughs> you put your ar together and register it but yeah. i think it's more of a add-on type of thing that any interaction with law enforcement on a gun like that and right. believe yeah. it or not like what you just said the 50 50 thing that applies to police officers too like there's so many gun laws they don't know them all and sometimes they just err on the side of caution and you know charge people with with whatever and then other times they're just like i don't know they <laughs> throw their hands up and uh yeah, probably <laughs> it's the problem when people who have no idea about guns make gun laws and the point is they're all an infringement on our rights and they're trying to ultimately make them all go away. And uh, so until they're, you know, until it's all been brought through the court system successfully and challenged in court and either precedent set or having them kicked out, I would just tread lightly unless you don't mind being the test case. So <laughs> that, uh, you know, negative goes right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I hear well, that. Thanks for your time, man. Anytime. Thanks, Matt, uh, Mike, for calling in. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That's another great question. It's one of our frequently asked questions here. And, uh, you know, I just advise people to err on the side of caution. And, uh, you know, unless you want to be that test case. And by all means, we need a test case out there. Maybe that'll get it through the court system quicker. But <laughs> it's not one I would volunteer for. So uh, don't do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see, I have a question, uh, for, from Andy who says, what are my thoughts on how long the ammo situation may last? And that's a great question. If you think about it, uh, okay. Is, if you think about it, there's 9 million to 10 million new gun owners in America since last February. And so if all of them buy a box of ammo, that's to nine to 10 million boxes of ammo for one caliber. And there's 50 rounds in that. So 10 million people buying one box of 50 rounds, that's 50 million rounds of ammo. I know this is some fast math and it's certainly putting my public school education to the test. But all right, we got the expert on the line. Keith Langer is gonna clear this up for us once and for all. He's the guy I go to for advice. So maybe you can, uh, weigh in on this, Keith. Help me out here. Well, first, let's backtrack a little bit to live fire. There is absolutely no statutory requirement for live fire, and towns demanding it are going outside their statutory authority. Mm -hmm. So the question is, do you want to push back or not? Great That point. said, I think uh, 
if you're going to get a license, you should know how to use whatever it is you've got a license for, car, plane, gun, whatever. Hmm. But there's no statutory authority for it, and uh, cars and planes are not a right. Guns are. So live fire is just a deliberate attempt to obstruct people exercising their Second Amendment rights. Oh, I totally agree, and I think it it was a a result of the you know overwhelming response of all these people who are trying to uh, get licensed and they're overwhelmed and COVID, you know, closings and everything else saying, oh, we got to stem the tide. So just make it a requirement. And that's well, what, it, it started before COVID out in the western part of the state. But it's the latest in obstructionistic scams like hmm. the letters from your doctor, which was outrageous. Right. Uh, and there are some towns that want to go door to door and talk to your neighbors and see if it's OK with them, like they have any right whatsoever to tell your neighbors that when point of fact firearms license applications are not even under public records mm. as far as the nine caliber ar-15s the caliber is irrelevant you and i both know you can drop any number of calibers on a ar lower right the question is what is the activating mechanism on the upper is it a direct impingement gas system with the gas tube off the front sight like an ar it's an ar clone if you have a piston system like some of the Rugers or the SIGs, well, obviously it's not an AR clone. It's an entirely different activating system. Right. And if your 9mm AR, quote-unquote, is a simple blowback and there's no gas impingement whatsoever, uh, then it's not an AR clone. Mm. Great Although, point. if it looks like an AR, good luck explaining that to the cop who claims that you're <laughs> possessing an illegal assault weapon. Right. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, and so you don't you don't feel that uh, just a simple blowback design would be considered an AR at all. It's it's a different. If it's a blowback design, it is not Eugene Stoner's mechanism. Awesome. Well, that's great news. Uh, that's good to hear, and uh, makes me feel a little better about what we can and can't sell in the state. So, <laughs> I appreciate the insight as always, Keith. Thanks so much, and uh, call in any time. You're you're. Wealth of knowledge is always welcome here, so appreciate it. And you hear the music, so we'll be right back. I'm Toby Leary. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Alexander Hamilton said, Those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road Hyannis or capegunworks.com. And now it's time for the adventures of CGW, champion of Second Amendment rights. CGW, can you help me get my firearms license? Sure, sign up for a license to carry course at CapeGunWorks.com and start your journey today. Cape Gunworks, home of CGW, but keep it a secret. It's no secret. Shoot over to Cape Gunworks for the savings and selections that can't be beat. That's Cape Gunworks, home of CGW. All right, welcome back. That was good news from Keith Langer. So if you guys need a good lawyer, look up Keith Langer. He's an awesome Second Amendment lawyer, and we appreciate his input. But you're listening to Rapid Fire here, 
every Saturday night from 7 to 8 on WXTK or online if you go to capegunworks.com and click rapid fire. So we are now sponsored by Vortex, so check out their whole lineup. And if you want to come to Cape Gunworks and check out some of the scopes and red dots that we have in stock, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So uh, we got lots of questions rolling in on stock and what do we have in the store that's cool. And a couple of the things I wanted to talk about was we just got the Set Me L rifles in stock, which are a roller lock design similar to the HK93. They're made in Spain and the Spanish military used them for years. And I just did a little test fire video of them and my test fire of them failed miserably and I was frustrated and like forget it we're not gonna sell them and then I had a good idea and I told Derek to go out on the range and test fire it with a pre-ban magazine instead of the newer modern anti-tilt followers and modern magazines so Derek took them out with uh, the pre-ban mags that we have for sale and it sounded like uh, he was rocking and rolling out there so he fired two full magazines without any issue no jams no misfeeds no malfunctions and they fired flawlessly he came in with a big crap eating grin on his face and said the thing is awesome <laughs> but we got the set me l rifles in stock ready to go i've noticed a few go out the door already today and uh we have od green we have gray and we have black and they are awesome guns so check them out they take 5.56 and they take the pre-band AR mags fine no problem at all and they're the roller lock design like the HK93 a uh, little bit different it doesn't have the locking bolt uh, like the HK93 does where it locks in the up position it actually has a bolt catch up on the rear sight mechanism instead of on the charging handle and uh it has a couple other little nuances, but one of the things I really like is it's got a Picatinny rail on top, so you can put your nice Vortex red dot or 1-8 to eight Strike Eagle or something like that. It'll mount up to that really well and be easy to mount a modern optic, so you don't have to go buy a $300 claw mount sight for your HK. Uh, so one of the advantages of the Set Miel is it has that Picatinny rail already on it. So that's a new gun for us here at Cape Gunworks. We're pretty excited about that. We also have some of the M&M M10X rifles in stock, and we have a small batch of them coming in flat dark earth. So last time I got some of these rifles, we had the burnt bronze, and those sold out almost instantly. So if you want one of the cool flat dark earth ones, give us a call and pre-order them. Uh, we'll get you squared away. But yeah, that's uh, that's a whole different uh, gun that we sell here and those take AK magazines the pre-ban AK mags and we did a little little review on that gun a couple weeks ago now that one can be ammo fussy I'll be honest with you it doesn't like all ammo but it seems to work great with the wolf uh, steel cased we've got it to fire pretty flawlessly with that but some of the other ones like the Barnall or uh, Red Army Standard had those hard military primers. It didn't like them for some reason and uh, would get some primer strikes that wouldn't cause the gun to go bang. So we'd put the bullet back in and on the second strike it, it went off. But um, no issues with the Wolf ammo. So if you got one of those and you're a little frustrated with its reliability, I would switch to Wolf ammo. Um, I haven't been able to test it yet with the Cellier and Bellet brass case ammo because I'm really looking forward to that. I want to try that out. And uh, we've also got some other 
brass cased uh, seven six two by thirty nine over the over the years. But check that one out. So that's a cool gun. Um, we have the Scar twenty in stock. Uh, we also had a, a brief showing of a couple of Scar sixteens this week. They lasted about four minutes. Um, I remember like someone saying, this is probably a pathetic comparison, but during World War II, the guys who had the Browning assault uh, weapons or the bar, the bar rifles, the Browning automatic rifles uh, that shot 30-odd six at a, you know, magazine fed and full auto, they had a real low, you know, I think they were like a 12-minute, you know, life expectancy in battle because the the enemy would always go after them right away because of the signature uh, sound of the gun and the rate of fire that they, that they could put out. Well, the same is true for the SCAR in our shop. It has about a four-minute shelf life. So <laughs> whenever I put out a SCAR 16 or a SCAR 17, for that matter, they last minutes. It can't be measured in hours. It's minutes. They just go really quick. And actually, we got three of them in in the past couple of weeks so that's good news that um, they're being manufactured in america now and they are starting to hit the shelves so hopefully we'll see some more and uh that's that's you know good news we've also seen the uh a couple other guns come in like the uh checkpoint vz58 which is a really neat gun it's a similar to an AK but it's like the comparisons Keith was giving to with ARs um, it's not an AK it has it is a piston design but it's different it doesn't interchange with AK it has no interchangeable parts it's got a different trigger group it's got a different receiver and it looks a little AK-ish it shoots the same round but it doesn't even take the same magazine but the good news is I just got a bunch of pre-banned VZ58 mags. So if you want to get a, a cool gun that looks like an AK, feels like an AK, but isn't an AK, except the safety. I would say they improved greatly on the safety than a traditional AK. Now, I know I'm blaspheming the, the, you know, the true AK purist out there. They're, uh, they're, they're calling blasphemy right now and calling me a heretic, but... I like the safety better on the VZ58 than I do on an AK. You can actually use your thumb to manipulate it. You don't need to take your hand off the grip and reach out by the ejection port, basically, and defeat the safety. But So check out the VZ58. Uh, you know, they're a neat gun that comes in and out of stock at Cape Gunworks a lot. Um, we get the uh, SCAR-20s often. So that's the designated marksman rifle that scar that FN makes and they're great. We actually have another unicorn that's hit the shelf recently, the FN PS90. So wicked cool gun. Um, you know, some variants of the P90 are used by the Secret Service and uh, they're a really cool gun. Um, shoots that FN 5.7 round, which is hard to find ammo for, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll see see some soon. But uh, I don't know when. Uh, David wants to know what the update is on the 365 XLs. I am still fresh out of those. We haven't seen those in a while. Um, but, you know, hopefully soon because I got a bunch of 365s. I just haven't seen the XLs come in. So hopefully we see them soon. Um, 
Any news on the F FN509 compact tacticals? You ordered one a few months ago. Uh, I haven't seen those either, Davey, but FN is starting to ship product again. So, again, I hope to see them soon. We did get the FN FNX tacticals. So if you want one of those, they're ginormous 45 ACP uh, guns with a um, single action, double action trigger and a safety decocker. Um, the cool thing about those is they're kind of like the HKs in that you can carry them cocked and locked if you're a single action 1911 type guy, or you can carry them decocked like a SIG with no safety on. Uh, just your heavier double action trigger pull or you have a third option you can carry them with the safety on in double action mode and I like that gun for a home defense gun it's a big tactical gun it comes with you know picatinny rail on the under lug like a lot of the modern guns do so you could always put a flashlight or a laser on them and they come with a real nice carrying case and but they're just so big I, I don't think they're feasible to carry unless you are like you know kareem abdul jabbar or something like that or uh you know some large individual uh it'd be a tough gun to conceal i wouldn't want to carry that one appendix uh, <laughs> that's for sure so uh let's see um if you want to be a part of the show and you want to be a sponsor like vortex or like uh snap safe by hornaday uh, you can go to capegunworks.com and click on sponsor and we'll get you some info. Uh, it's capegunworks.com forward slash sponsor. And uh, check out the calendar of events coming up. Cape Gunworks, check us out on the web and uh, give us a call sometime or come on in and see us. We'd love to see you and show you some of the product we have in stock. Things are looking pretty good in the shop right now. So if you're looking for something, come on down and check us out. And we appreciate everyone who tunes in from week to week and comments on the show. And uh, the show would be nothing without you. So we're, we're happy you're here. So, guys, that's all I got for you this week. Once again, it's a fast hour. So you got to get in early and often. And uh, we'll, we'll talk again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And I appreciate you. Stay tuned. God bless. Toby from Cape Gunworks here. Take care.